Hello and welcome to the 17 podcast. Today we have an amazing personality here with us, uh, Sir Romil Bhartwal. He is an IIA IIM uh, graduate, an IIT graduate, a mountaineer, an Everester, and also a paratrooper and many more many more things. And firstly, uh, I would let him introduce himself hey sahesh thank you so much for inviting and hello to everyone who is over listening so it's a pleasure to be here and you know thanks for the quotes though i have yet to pass out a fine because i am doing the quote is getting over in timber uh, 30 years so after that yes i'll be an alumni of i am lucknow Life has been good. I have done a few adventurous things in life and hope to continue doing it in the time to come. Thanks so much for the opportunity. I I'm sure we're going to have a great time together. And also that also one thing that he's a paratrooper. So firstly, I would like to ask the question that uh, were you always such a high achiever or did you uh, were you raised this way? or did you built it up on yourself see say i would uh, still not i am a high achiever because you know it's process which keeps go on this uh, it's all relative yes uh, in my childhood days I was never someone would get success easy i used to have lot lots and lots of failures like everyone else i've never felt bad if i failed something in long term Yes, it does feel bad once you fail at, you know, be it a cat, be it running or whatever. But then uh, I've always believed in having long-term goals and thinking on from the long-term perspective. And that's the reason all these uh, which you call sex now uh, has come very late in life. You know, it was 34 once I reached IIT, and then other things like paratrooper or mountaineering or ultra marathons. Everything came after 34. so the late start and uh, so i would say you know there's nothing a high achiever it's just that uh, i kept on doing things and god was kind enough to bless with the correct opportunity opportunities and success in the things which i am doing so it's just about that and uh, one more question i would like to ask is uh, you said about having failures so how firstly how did you uh, persevere so much to achieve uh, so many things so late in life and how did you deal with those situations when you know people are doubting you because that is i'm sure that might have happened that happens to everyone so how did you deal with uh, the pressure see every even faces pressure everybody knows everybody faces lots of failures you know I feel 80% of the time a person fails it's only 10% of the time she succeeds but then uh, keep that analogy in mind if try more number of time the chances of success become more you know yeah. it's like if person is trying 100 times 10 times he'll succeed but if he trying 1000 times he'll succeed 100 times so it's just that you keep trying time and again then the chances of success become more and failures will all more but then you know the number of time would succeed would surely be high because for every failure you get you would know how to approach the problem better manner and learn from those failures and keep moving ahead so 
it is it takes effort i know it takes effort to you know take failure positively because it is built in our minds in such a way from a childhood that okay if you fail then you have to feel low you don't have to feel good that you are learning something from that failure so if someone is feeling low because that person failed what should be that person's approach to through his failure right it's obvious for anyone to feel bad once you're failing you know no one wants to fail but then it's a reality that you know we get as much more number of times rather than success so only thing is to stick to your failures you know and in that your family plays a very important role your friends are plays an important role and as we know it all come from within you know everything is inside you so if you feel positive or thinking long term if you score uh, poorly in certain subject sh- surely you'll feel but in long term from a five year perspective or a 6 10 years perspective it doesn't matter it's just that we feel it's bad and keep feeling low and then bargain not performing well in our activities and our things as well because we still are holding on to our failure so if we just take it as part of life and a learning and keep moving that's going to better approach rather than sticking on to the failures and not able to progress that way so moving on from the failures uh, i would like to ask you about you know one of the most uh, venerable moments of your life that is when you reach the peak of everest with your team so because i listened to sir nishant's uh, podcast uh, i researched that how tough is it to actually lead a team to everest rather than climbing everest alone with your uh, sherpa so how did you manage right. uh, the team right so no uh, our team was well trained so that was best you know being a defense argument uh, we had lot of time to prepare and the way we wanted to prepare it's not that we were coming in nepal and forming a team okay we were there together fast one year before expedition day in day out so we knew how often behaves once goes to a higher altitude what are his likes dislikes as the food is concerned how is the health going to respond so each and every parameter was well thought of well planned and it was just that once we went there we were bubbling with confidence that you know we are ready to accept whatever challenge it comes because training was so good okay so it's just the team members were well trained they were prepared for the things which we would be expecting so that's why uh, as a team we were able to succeed it's just that preparation and planning which went absolutely well so one more question i would like to ask is after camp 4 which is the last camp before the peak uh when did you leave camp 4 at what time and how was the weather and how did you proceed from camp 4 to the peak right so camp 4 as you said is the last camp and after that they get a death anything above 8000 meters is a yes death zone so started at uh, i am close to 7:30 evening 7 or 7:30 okay and we started moving uh, towards uh, first is you know kani and then 
other landmarks are there on your way to the top whether luckily we've not that bad. you know if we cannot say anywhere is not good at altitudes because yes. everest so high, things things are very very unpredictable yes yeah so you know so that we cannot say that it has to be perfect nothing perfect at those routes but yes, relatively it was better but the only problem was if it is better good for us it's for everyone else as well there were a lot of people who were climbing on the that day because the number of days of summit were very less uh, in that times right. so that was the there was a lot of and then once we started moving we again full of confidence we kept on ahead and ahead. and we were amongst the first few to reach the top of the summit we reached at about 5:30 in the morning okay and in the bargain what was we had exhausted lot of our energy because the basic rule is you should go very slow. yes right but then if you are in very slow very slow then at those altitudes weathers they i mean it changes very drastically yes. and a very short time so we wanted to reach early we have at least summited so so that's why we had exhausted lot of energy that's why uh, you know coming back was a big challenge Okay. It's just that they were lucky and team was good that managed to come back all safe. Okay, and so that's a key takeaway. How did it feel after you had uh, summited Everest? Yeah, so you know, a lot of people ask me. I want to give a very interesting answer, but frankly, once I reached top, the only concern was to come back safe. You know, because it's not. you have reached the top and that's the end of the journey because it's just the halfway you have to come back safe because uh, as everybody was most of the instances of miss up or death they taste filing back because people generally don't have target they feel achieved everything and they bargain they lose their life so it was nothing to just i was happy as thankful to god giving me this opportunity leading the team there and being successful but then main concern was to come back safe and we just hurried up back and we didn't spend much time enjoying the scene which was not the aim okay yeah the most important part is always the process yes and right. i would Coming like to back safe was important right yes uh and i would like to ask about uh you know the ultra marathon the 111 kilometers marathon which you had run so Firstly, uh, what were the thoughts while running so such a long distance? What what thoughts did uh, go went through your mind? Right. So, Lal tries a very gruesome race. You know, the hundred eleven kilometers running in Delhi and Mumbai is different. Yes. But running same in Leh and crossing a pass like Khardungla, it's a big challenge. The weather is very predictable. damn cold and starts at you know 6 o'clock in the evening whole night you are running and there are no signs no light you are carrying your own torch so it's a very challenging race the only thing is you need to be really very very strong in our case you know since was training for rest we had trained at night, you know at different times of the day at uh, you know at a uh, lot of uh, solitude kind of places no traffic no people so i had again trained for those kind of missions so that's why the results again uh, in our favor otherwise 
and things really get up at those altitudes there were a lot of people who could finish the race and it's just because you know, uh, conditions such it's not that they were not prepared is that the conditions are not favorable those altitudes so generally when i am doing an endurance activity alone what happens is i am generally thoughtless because i am alone i am all i am always striving to go to the highest speed possible <laughs> so uh, was that the same for you Yeah, now once I think I I also get black, you know, because that's the part you come in a meditative kind of state. Yes. Once you are in a deep ultra kind of a thing, if you are doing a short run, then it's a different thing. You have lot of things to think. But in a fourteen, fifteen hour race, you you mean I you just run out of ideas or out of thoughts as well. So it's just that in a meditative state, you keep thinking about the next target or uh, how you should be going and kind of blank. kind of feeling comes into mind not to think like okay amazing and uh again i would like to ask you about your army life so uh how and why did firstly most importantly why did you decide to be a paratrooper <laughs> army or anyone you know is a great thing to thought of an ego that feeling beat everest anything nothing comes close that feeling of you just getting out of a craft on the door beyond doubt that is feeling one could there a lot of does I'll be frank you know not that you are not scared uh, you are scared because things can go wrong but then that feeling the moment you go out of or you are on the edge is beyond comparison you just have to feel because it's that's why i call it that leap of faith you have the faith that you know that parachute will open and you know everything will right so and life you know if you think of it many a times you do such steps in life so this is ultimate wherein at at an altitude nothing is will down below or you know it's so clear and still you jump thinking that you know god is there to take care of you So that those kind of feelings there. So with this kind of feeling, I wanted to have you know that I wanted to jump. I wanted to be there in those stations. That pushed me to join the paratroopers. At what age did you decide to go for the paratroopers? See, this is an interesting one because I tried going at twenty one. I tried again for twenty five, twenty six. Once I was there, but I didn't get that opportunity because. Uh, somehow i wasn't uh, lucky or i didn't get the support for joining them so it was in fact 41 yeah 41 once i went for paratroopers so it's just about 3 4 3 years i got this opportunity but then that has been the best achievement personally i i feel you know for outsiders it might be best or ultra marathon or whatever but personally most gratifying that paratroop experience okay amazing so i wanted to ask you if uh, what should today's youth uh, do in their life if like if they are 17 or 15 so what should they actually do because there is a lot of uh, you know misconceptions and misguidances out there in the society so 
कैन वी एक्चुअली लर्न फ्रॉम योर एडवेंचरस लाइफ अ फ्यू थिंग्स I am too small to give any kind of a guidance on that. But then, if take my way, think it very important for a person to be self-disciplined. You know, for us it was easy because we were in a profession wherein discipline had a key role to play. But then, uh, the present youth, uh, everybody doesn't get into a defense force. So it's uh, the internal motivations will come to play. So that I have to be self-disciplined. because if you are self disciplined then you can focus on things which you want to focus because as you said there are a lot of distractions lot of uh, noise all around you know somebody yes. will do this they do that and you know you don't have your own identity your parents will say something your friends would see you will have own separate role model and then you have whatsapp and so many social media to you know, uh, keep giving you alag different different information it's important to realize what you really want in life if it is money if it is happiness if it is adventure you know everybody has got their own calling as you say yes if you have identified that and the rest of the things you need to be focused and you got to be disciplined to follow that path to achieve that It's amazing and uh, one more question is uh, you talked about calling right so how does one actually know ki he has to do this or he has to do that and how does one actually convince uh, most importantly their families that they have to do uh, for example literature they have to study literature which does not get a lot of support even today great great question i must say see it's not easy to find out your, your own calling you know because uh, there's so many things and youth is such you know some day you like thing some day something else other day you would something else interesting yes. but then keep trying if you like something this do that if you feel this not right keep shifting keep trying different things the day you find this is in this good for you keep following that have faith in god that you know, he'll guide you right. like i found that you know, running used to give me that high then uh, for running uh, they came cycling came you know i mean kind of events then in everest so it was you know endurance is used to give me that type of high always so i realized you know i have follow this and you know sooner or later you have to make some decision the sooner you make the better so once you make that decision you have to convince your family convince your parents that you know you have to do this at the end of the day it's your yes. you know you are able to own it. parents guide you i'm sure whatever they saying is for your own good but then at the end of the day is your life yes. so you answerable to that uh, exactly and also that uh, whenever we are in these situations if we uh, really want something in life if we really want to pursue something ultimately after one or two years of nagging they will accept it and you know anyone will accept it so just it's just a matter right. of how much we want it absolutely so, uh with uh so much uh, experience and age uh 
experience more experience because you have an adventurous uh, life how is your approach to life as a whole if uh, for example if uh, some event happens some uh, situations ha- a situation happens and that situation is not emotionally favorable for you or uh, some other situation happens which affects you professionally again emotionally uh, not favorable for you so how do you uh, approach life in that manner so your mic is muted mic is muted right so uh, i probably feel you know i am an eternal optimist i never get bogged down by this you know for a temporary it's obviously every feels bad but in long term i always feel i am very positive guy so even be it covid be it anything which is against me i try and take the positive aspects from whatever instances have happened in my life so it's not that life has been, uh, always very good to me you know that doesn't mean. that's what the beauty of life is till the time you are alive you will have to find struggles in it. that's for sure but then you have find positive aspects from whatever negative situations are there as well right so mm-hmm. if you have that attitude you will always be happy so main thing is be positive you know have a positive attitude towards life and things will always fall in place now my last question to you is uh, do you practice yoga or meditation or any kind of you know like you said ultra endurance events give you that meditativeness so do you uh, include yoga as your daily activity see not as a traditional form of yoga or meditation i don't do it you know so i don't think i yeah, i write that much or i have found the inclination that but then i do lots of running do lots of uh, field activities once during covid we are not moving out so we are doing online sets at home exercises at home so that gives me that kind of high which keeps me going you know and keeps me focused on staying fit and that is in my one of uh, saying sane and you know that that the kind of nice people or the kind of meditation they do this is my meditation my form of meditation i yes uh, absolutely because meditation is not just uh, an act it is a quality so it develops through different forms right and uh, again how do you have any final messages for the listeners sure you know since most of the students were listening this i feel in the crowd days would be going for podcast which is going to be booming in times to come consider age group i would say you know have a positive outlook towards life. don't always think about that ye karunga to kya milega wo karunga to mujhe milega try to give up jitna abhi ki sochna 100 times things will come so that's all been my uh, personal experience that if i taken one step but someone will have come you know 10 steps to me so if you have that kind of attitude you will always be happy and you will always be stepped if you keep thinking that i have this thing for that person it's not reciprocated you know you are i mean you are 
so have a very positive outlook towards life stay fit and active and you know have some in for destiny as well if you are bound thinking nobody can stop so keep trying hard whatever you are doing and then leave it what the results are for it and he's got good plans for you i'm more than it about him. Uh, so thank you th- much you know for thank you sir for giving me this opportunity and thanks for being on the podcast i i believe that i will meet you sometime when i will submit the everest <laughs> so thank you for listening sure sure that will be great you know